Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Help! I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help I Suck at Podcast at Dating. Uh, it's Dean Ungler here, joined, as always, by Jared. Uh, we don't have a great guest for you guys this week. Well, we, have, we do have a guest, but that's later in the week. So this week, it's just going to be Jared kind of filling us in on dad life. Um, maybe explain this new barber that he went to. Um, what's going on with you your like hair the right haircut? Now? What's going on with the haircut right now? What? Well, I mean, obviously I've had hair, but like it looks good. You just haven't styled it this morning. Maybe that's no, why. I definitely have not styled it. I have had hair right, right now. Uh, dude, no, my barber is awesome. His name is Caleb. He does such a great job. As soon as I put a little gel in this thing, it's going to be fire. So okay. do you prefer yourself with long or short hair? Uh, I'm growing my hair back out. I realized I'm a long hair person now, so I uh, feel naked without long hair. Uh, I definitely feel the same. One, you kind of look like a little bit of Sean Hunter right now. That's like your hairstyle. Dude. And dude, I'm digging the shit out of it, bro. Like Caitlin that. said the exact same thing. It's uh, I'm in this weird, awkward phase where the hair on my top of my head is really long and the hair on the side of my head is like short, but like getting long. And I don't have any other options other than to just like push it back like this. So I'm going yeah, dude, full should- 1990s boy meets world. Yeah. And you should put a leather, like an oversized leather jacket on baggy pants with like the the silver chain that's a belt but also like hangs down by the side oh bro yes. well what when i was dogging you for your hairstyle i thought you were gonna come back strong and make fun of mine so i mean hey i appreciate the um no i like it the, son the, of a the, bitch the compliment uh um, well i've decided that i think i'm a short hair guy now i think i've decided okay. like i think that's just my move for the foreseeable future because dude i miss my long hair but i miss my long hair because i miss being I, and I feel like you can relate to this, like unconventional. You know, I don't want to be mm. the guy that just traditionally has short hair, Same high and tight, always everyone. cleaned up. Yeah, I want something mm-hmm. different. But now, you know, I'm a dad, I'm a business owner. I, you know, I feel like I look more cleaned up with short hair. I think it's just mm-hmm. time, man. I think I'm in that stage of my life. I'm 33 years old. I'm just the short hair guy now. Yeah, I get that. Especially for you. You got your dad, like you said, business owner. You can't have long hair working in the restaurant because it's like, you know, you're getting hairs and people's coffees and stuff. No one wants that. 
even like, dude, I, when I walked up with like, when we first opened and I was just working a hundred hours. So I would look disgusting. I'd have my long hair, my backwards hat, my sweatshirt on. And I would have filth all over my jeans because I'm just like cooking and doing, making, washing dishes, do whatever I need to do. And I'd go out and I'd be like, yeah, I'm the owner. Hi, nice to meet you. And they're like, oh, hello. And I'm like, well, you know, it's just, I'm grinding. I'm grinding here. So I was like, I got <laughs> to present myself a little bit better. They like pull the waiter aside and they're like, hey, some homeless man is in, in here saying he's the owner of the restaurant. Yeah. Um, Excuse me, uh, right. could you get security to escort that gentleman <laughs> away with the long hair? Oh, that's the I, owner. Uh, that's the owner. I uh, I saw a video. I went golfing with Wells and Ben uh, like in February of this year. So what is that, like three months ago? And um, they took a video of me on one of the holes. And this was like right after I had just gotten a haircut. Like, the, you know, the, the this classic guy's haircut right now where it's like the high and tight. And then you got all that length on top to style it however you want. And I saw the hair. I watched the video back and I saw like my haircut under my hat. And I was like, this, does not, this haircut does not suit me in the slightest because... A, I, uh, you know, like you said, I like to maybe at least pretend like I'm a little more unconventional. And B, I've uh, put on a lot of weight and short hair really tends to accentuate the weight gain like in the face and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I had, you know, and I have body dysmorphia to begin with. Like even when I was in peak physical condition for myself, I thought that I looked like dog crap. So uh, it's only gone downhill from there. And Kalen, Kalen gives me crap for it all the time. But I saw, I watched a video and I had this big, you know, uh, cumbersome lower body and I was like oh you look so fat and I looked up at my head and I had this like tight little haircut and I was like those things just don't match up very well and so ever since I saw that video I've, I haven't cut my hair since and I don't plan on cutting my hair for 40 years maybe 50 years so it's the great thing about long hair why. man hides well one you don't look like you've gained any weight but two I feel you because I have the same body dysmorphia man where I like I try. I I have had always. I've always like liked long hair because I like hiding my features because I feel like I look better when I'm hidden. But now I think I'm just in the stage where it's like this is just like I can't. This is this is it. This is it. This yeah. is the guy that I am. You know, short hair and all. But you you are you are at least. Uh, I would say you're you're built. You're put together a little bit better than me. You know what I mean. I don't know if I'd say that. I mean, dude, I saw, you know, it's funny. You were talking about how you saw a picture of yourself. I did the same thing. It was the first time I went golfing all year. So like a week and a half ago, I played nine holes with a buddy of mine. He took a picture on the first hole of me swinging because he's like, first time out. And I was like, bro, I got a fucking, like, I have a little belly. I got a little <laughs> belly. And it's like, fangule, man. Can't say the real word on here because it'll get edited out. You get fired. I'm like, damn, man. Just, I don't have time to work out as much as I have. And, dude, I work in a coffee shop. So it's like, when I'm hungry, bro, I just grab a blueberry muffin, scarf it down. And, and then, like, that's my day. I'd be eating all day, especially the pastries. I remember, uh, not even, not even recently, like two years ago, maybe like even a little bit more than that. I was uh, at the beach with a bunch of our friends and Nick was there. Uh, and Nick is, you know, in incredible shape, especially for a 50 year old man. Um, and he's 55 now, but <laughs> he, lo he looks over at me and we're all shirtless, just like hanging on the beach. I'm just like, li like laying back, relaxing on the towel and, uh, you know, playing some b-ball outside of my school. No. Uh, and he <laughs> sees me and he looks me up and down and he goes, are you ever going to like get back in shape again? And this was two and a half years ago, back when I was like, not in good shape, but I was in better shape than I am now. And so it just, it just gets worse every single day, but. Such is life, I guess. Such is what What's going on over such, there? Well, such is life is that my wife is just like coming in 
What could Do you po- want this house or not? Yes, of course. So you need to, you need to sign this. Right okay, I'm signing it right now. Again. All right, all right. I'm what signing. What are you guys I'm doing? Buying a house? Well, so here's the thing. We want to move closer to the coffee shop. Like we talked about on the podcast before, we're about 35, 40 minutes away. We found a place that we love. It's a condo this morning. We fell in love with it. We, you know, we put a bid in a house. We've seen like probably, I don't know, 10, 12 houses at this point. We saw one like a month ago that we loved, put an offer in. We got outbid by a lot. And it was like, oh my God, we're never buying a house because of the market's so crazy right now. Like we can't pay for a house that's just obscene or obscenely overpriced. But we found a condo this morning. It's relatively in our price point. And we put a like a like a verbal offer in and they're like, we're probably gonna accept that. So now we're like <laughs> getting everything we need to get done immediately to try to get this offer wrapped up because dude, if we get this place, it's freaking awesome. It's great. It's literally four minutes from the shop. It's in South Kingstown, which is a beautiful part of Rhode Island. It's just like everything we want. So now Ashley's like, you know, doing the, the wife thing and uh, just like making literally sure. Just three times. All right, sign, three. sign three times. Anyway, that's what my life is right now. Uh, but that's I want to know- though. Did, didn't you guys just, wait, let's let's focus on the house thing for a second. Okay. Didn't you guys just move, like buy a new house out there recently? Yeah, or so back been, in December. Yeah. So we bought a house, uh, like I said, in a place called West Greenwich, Rhode Island, which is a little bit out there. It's woodsy. But the reason we did that was because the housing market's so crazy right now. Where we wanted to buy, which is in southern Rhode Island, was too crazy and way too overpriced. And, you know, we were talking about properties that are good properties, but like we were paying way more. So we were like, okay, mm-hmm. well, we need to look in other places so we can pay for something that we feel like our money is is going into that's well so we found a house that we really liked ended up buying it in december and we're it's about like i said 35 minutes from the shop and we're like oh it's fine i don't mind commuting so we on and so used forth to la transportation time. yeah so we we're like whatever it's fine we're used to yeah. a commute having said that now that i'm at the shop constantly you know six times a week at least 60 hours a week uh, especially with Dawson here now, it's just impossible. She's here alone all the time. It is very much, I'm not going to say it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's not a very populated area. So, you know, it's a little nerve wracking at night. Sometimes I don't get home till like one in the morning cause I'm closing up and I'm just not spending as much time with Dawson as I want to. So if we move to a place closer, I'd be able to bounce back and forth much easier than I in multiple times. Exactly. Where I can't bounce back forth right now because it's, you know, 35, 40 minutes each way. It's well, so what are you going to do about your current house? We would sell it. Even though you just bought it six months ago. I know, but you know, I mean, we, trust me, Ashley and I have had many conversations. It was like, okay, either we stick to this house and be like, all right, let's just try to ride it out for the next couple of years and see how it goes. Or we just bite the bullet right now, try to figure Mm -hmm. out the best deal we can possibly get, move on from it. You know, I know it's going to suck. Just move over, you know, move again. And then I think increase our quality of life, you know, in the short term. So that's the decision we decided to go in. And and if we get this guys, place today, that would work out really well. Would you guys be able to like uh, rent it? Did you sign everything? And then like still build equity in that house and then just buy the new house and then live in that one, you know? Well, what we're going to try to do is potentially um, sell this, buy the new property. And then in a couple of years, if we end up building or, you know, hopefully doing something like, Cause this is, it's a condo and would be our forever home, but like, it's great for the next few years. But if we do move in, in our forever home in like four years, maybe if we're okay to keep the condo, rent that out and build more equity that way, rather than having two properties right now. And right. it's, we don't really like, I don't think this place could be really that much of a renting. Yeah. It's not renting. It's just like two family owned. It's, 
you'd have to see it and you'd be like, ah, no one's going to rent here. Because it's like, um, you, it'd be like a single family with yeah, like Yeah, it's just kind of in the boonies. There's nothing like to rent, you know what I mean? Because if you rent, yeah. you want to be around places so it's easier and convenient. Like that's the whole point of renting, right? It's convenient. There's nothing convenient about this location. All right, well, here I'm on Zillow right now uh, for uh, North Kingstown, Rhode Island. There's some God. good options here. Uh, let's see. Three bed, three bath, 4,300 square feet for $750,000. Like, that's a good deal. Yeah. Um, let's see. Two bed, three bath, 2,000 square feet, 650000 How much it's work than, does it need? Yeah, that's probably it, too. And, you know, thing, like a lot you know? Of, there are a lot of, like, colonials that are probably built in, like, the 18 or early 1900s. Which is great. Um, great character. I'm sure there are many ghosts mm-hmm. in there, which yeah, would be many fun. many ghosts. But a lot of creaky, a lot of creaky floorboards, dude. So many creaks and cracks. But that's, I mean, that's that's a bit, that's big news though, because I mean, obviously buying a house is a big deal. Hopefully, you guys get it. I'll uh, I'll keep you in my thoughts and hope uh, send some positive vibes your way. Appreciate it. Put it in the universe, baby. Yeah, put it in the universe. That's I mean, I don't envy that you guys have to move all your crap over again. That's always a big big bummer. But yeah, Dawson's I know, first but what move. Are you Dawson's first move. Dawson's going on his first plane later on today. We're going to see how that goes as well. We're flying down Where to Virginia. Where is he flying to? Virginia. Okay. So it's an hour. So it's just up and down pretty quick, which is nice. So it's a nice little tester. So we're going to like, we have it kind of planned out. Ashley's going to sit in the window seat. I'm going to sit in the passenger side seat. She'll have Dawson. And as soon as like we start taxiing, she's going to give him a bottle. Like, so he'll have a bottle about two hours before that, before we get to the airport. As soon as we board, sit down, get comfy, start taxiing, give him a bottle. And then hopefully... We ride this hour through, and he's just conked out. Nice. I mean, that'll be that'll be fun. I always love sitting next to the babies on the airplane, so hopefully you guys uh, don't have anyone sitting next to you. Uh, do you guys have any big travel plans coming up at all, or anything besides Virginia? Uh, you know, we're, you know, man, we're a couple of travel plans. You know, we're going, uh, we have a wedding in San Francisco later this month. Oh, that's a yeah, long flight. Yeah, so we're going to the West Coast. And you never know. You never know what's going to pop up, man. So we'll see. West coast to the West coast to USA. West coast USA. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so, cool. Uh, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens, and uh, I'm sure when we is the will we- certainly keep you up to date on everything that happens in our life. I appreciate that. When's the wedding in San Francisco? Late June. So twenty okay. something like that. Twenty fourth, twenty fifth, somewhere in there. But it's one of her friends and. That was actually, uh, I don't know if you remember Briar. She was one of the uh, bridesmaids. Who did she walk down the aisle with? Chad. Yeah. Yep, Chad. <laughs> she's getting married? So she's getting married, yeah. She proposed to her uh, to her uh, fiancé. Yeah, Dude, I was nice. going to say boyfriend. And, and her fiancé is a man? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she proposed to him. Uh, why didn't Rob propose? I know that they were like back and forth on this. He wanted to, didn't he? Yeah, but not really. Here, speaking of the mic. Oh. One night they were like out drunk and she was like, you know, one day I'm going to propose to you. And then he said, oh, are you? And then he's like, I'm going to hold you to that. <clears throat> and that was early on in them dating. And mm. then he kind of kept holding it against her. He was like, you know, I would have proposed to you, but... You said that you were the one who wanted to do it, so I'm gonna be waiting for that moment. Was there some big story for it, or like, or a big moment, like leading up to the engagement? She actually did it really cute. It was like right before they did Thanksgiving together. It was just gonna be the two of them for this Thanksgiving, and she lit like the whole kitchen and family room area up with candles and had mm. pictures and stuff all laid out from their relationship, like a whole like timeline thing. It was really cute. 
That's really cute. I've got a question for you guys now that I have you here, Ashley. Mm -hmm. So you guys got engaged, obviously, on Bachelor in Paradise, um, which is not how most people see their proposal going. Has there ever been any discussion of like reproposing in a more like intimate or personal way? No. <laughs> would you even want that? No, I would. I, I sometimes think that like second proposals are kind of weird. I think yeah. that second proposals are fine for like what Jojo and Jordan did. I think that actually like made a lot of sense for them. He had a new ring and why they, did he and, have a new and, ring she didn't like hers she may have been over hers oh uh, well her. it's also different on bachelor because you're like hey here are the three you choose yeah from. right 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 so that was more per like a more personal ring and then also i think that it was just like them really deciding this was like this is not a bachelor move this is like us actually getting engaged after us feeling so confident in our relationship because I've the two of them like definitely had a very difficult first year they say Oh, mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. They were like on the verge of breaking up once. I feel like there's a lot of bachelor couples that have a very tough first year because yeah. you leave mm -hmm. the experience and then it's like, oh, okay, now we have to go to Shaw's together and grocery we shop. We have to watch the season back. Yeah, that's yeah, a big that, one. Yeah. That's bad. Watch you kiss all these boys. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So... I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes 
and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I've got a question for you, Ashley, while I got you here, too. Um, so Kaylin's been sending me engagement rings that she wants, and uh-huh. she sent me a four and a quarter carat emerald cut diamond ring. Um, four which and is a not quarter. Very, it's not cheap. And how big is uh, yours? Do, I don't even know. Isn't yours like a quarter? <laughs> no, oh, it's a carat. I think it's more than a carat. It's, it's like a pretty ca- good rock, but I. It's a good ring. I don't. I'm not a very much. Uh, I'm not very knowledgeable on, on this stuff. Sorry, I interrupted Dean. How do I how do I take Kaylin up here um, and just gently place her on a significantly lower carrot? You know. Well, you know what they say. You're supposed to spend three months' salary on a ring. That's great. I would spend zero dollars on it then because I haven't made money in like six months. You are such a dean. <laughs> you are <laughs> such a dean. Um, hmm. No, perfect. There I like, we go. I threw, <laughs> That's the I answer threw right there. I, threw I will say this. Actually. I'll say this. Yeah, go for it. I think that the ring is such a big deal and so exciting before you're engaged. And then when you're a couple years into marriage, you're like, it doesn't oh, matter. it really doesn't matter. Like, I mm. honestly would have been, I'd be happy with, with anything. I love yeah. my ring. But as long as there's a symbol on my finger that I'm married, that's all that really matters. Well, so we went into the the jewelry store to like look at stuff and like figure out what she wanted. And I like threw it such a big hissy fit when we got in there too, because that's exactly what I was saying. I was like, I don't even want to be in here right now. I don't care what I'm wearing on my finger, blah, blah, blah. Like that was my logic. And she was, uh, she, because, she, you know, Kaylin like loves her jewelry and stuff too. So we had like a, a bit of a scuffle a couple weeks ago over it. But I don't know. It's such a touchy subject, especially here's my thing with it too. Kaylin makes significantly more money than I do. And yet here I am having to spend all this money on an engagement ring that I don't even want. Like I want her to get what she wants, but she's the one that wants to get married. And yet here I am having to spend the money to make this big statement for her for something that she wants. And I get it, but like it's still, it's, uh, you know. Yeah, it's bullshit. That's what it is. Well, <laughs> um, I had a point to make. Let me say uh, this. If you ever did propose which you probably will at some point. I think the act of you proposing is going to be so much more significant to her than the ring itself. Well, I, I would love to believe that, but I don't know if that's true. Really? I mean, she she would she doesn't care, but she does care. She she Yeah, she, I mean, she cares a little bit. Like don't get her a popsicle ring, but if you got her any diamond ring that you even if it was in wasn't, the shape that she wants. Yeah, I think the shape like is actually pretty important quote quote you know 
And then you right. have something like personalized, like something that you put thought into. Like I made this, a, you know, I, I made a deal with her. I was like, I'll buy you this engagement ring if you buy me a truck because I really want a truck right now. Um, so that's like our. That's okay. my what do you want a truck? I, for? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I would, okay, fine. I just always wanted a Toyota Tacoma, and uh, I think it would be cool to have one. So a this, truck and a ring is about the same price. This guy, he's Dean, is like the most. Uh, oh, I'm against conventional wisdom. I don't like doing what other people like doing. Eh, I'm gonna buy a house in Vegas. Eh, we're gonna rent in LA. <laughs> eh, I want a truck now, dude. I'm domesticated as f- these days. There's a lot of I'm buying this for her. She's buying this for me. Which raises the big question, how are you going to deal with finances when you're married? I mean, we basically are married at this point. We've got a joint bank account and stuff. You guys have already talked about this. Okay. So then why do you say it's her money, my money, my gift, her gift? Because we still have our separate accounts. Like I've got my personal account and she's got her personal account. And then we've got a joint account that we both put money into for like house stuff. Um, but you're right. I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly how to, how to answer that question. We still do the same thing, even when we're married, like, cause you make more money than me. And I still feel very self-conscious cause I'm like, well, but I don't want to spend. You also like, know that we consider our money the yeah, same. Yeah. But I think a good example is Audrey's. Like I, you have well, not given is, any of your money towards Audrey's. Well, like that's something you, that you wanted. You wanted. Exactly. And, and we think about it like that account. We don't use that account for that, for Audrey's. You know what I no, mean? No, yeah. I mean, still Audrey's like is its money. own separate thing, but yeah, like. Yeah, but like you we, put your money, you put our money into Audrey's but like from my account, in a way yeah. that it made us feel better yeah I guess it's yeah. all mental it's all kind of mental like but her account like from the beginning it was like I'm only going to when we invest in Audrey's and have to invest so much money to start this thing like I'm only going to do it for my bank account we're not going to touch yours because we no, want to like, keep mine for like all the big future things. When I file for chapter mm. 11, we're fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's okay so that beckons the question too it's like when we so whenever we do anything for our house that we own, we split 50-50 because, you know, let's say we sell the house in five years, we want to be able to split the uh the profit on that 50-50. It just is kind of makes it clean and simple. Let's say Audrey's um, I don't know, someone wants to buy it for a million dollars or whatever it is, but you're Jared, you're the only one that put money into it. Do you just take all that money and then put it in the joint account? Or do you like how do you like how do you divvy it up is the big question. We don't technically have a joint account. Yeah. Um so it would go back into his account. That's just how we would do it. But like, I'm not foreseeing any split. So, so uh, yeah. the money's also mine. Yeah. Just like, it, just, you know, like he, he's the guy at the business, you know, he's there every day. He does everything on the business end. I throw him a couple bullet pointed emails every now and then. And uh, dude, she, I'm still co-owner. You dude, know what she's I mean? the absentee owner that comes in once a week and is like, why is that like that? Why don't we do this? And it's like, all right, listen, lady. Like, why don't you come in, work a 12-hour shift, and then come talk to me? But listen, look what I added to the menu this week. Spiked root beer floats. Come on now. Delicious. Now that is a contribution. You're the talent wrangler because you're trying to get uh, some people out to Rhode Island for some meet That was always going to be like my thing. Yes. Mm. Yeah, speaking of that, when yeah, you, you guys... Yeah, come on. October, he, he told us... got a busy he summer. Told us, he told us... Oh, I asked doing him, all these things. I asked him the last week of June. He apparently can't make it to Rhode Island until October. Well, I'm going to be in the Middle East for a month and a half. Cut me some slack. Oh, that's fair. Where are you guys going? I'm going by myself to Pakistan. You're going to Pakistan by yourself? Why? What what drove you to this decision? You take over. If you need me again, I'll be packing. Okay. Thanks, Ash. See ya. Um, Yeah, I'm going in August. August to September, maybe longer. Uh, I'm just going on a big backpacking excursion through the Himalayas. Damn. 
Yeah. So I'm going to be gone for a while, but uh, I could probably still record the podcast. Oh, Maybe. Good. I don't know. You might uh, have to step in for a couple of weeks, but. Oh, God. Uh, oh, <laughs> our uh, one of our producers goes, uh, Americans hiking in Pakistan always ends up great. Always uh, ends up great. Well, Tommy well, Caldwell went out there and he uh, he made it out fine. I don't know if it was Pakistan where he was, but. Who did? Tommy Caldwell. You ever hear that story? No. What happened? He's like uh, one of the best rock climbers in the world right now. And when he was like a 17-year-old teenager, him and a couple friends went on a climbing trip. I think it was Pakistan or it could have been like Iran or something like that. Uh, and they were climbing in the mountains for like a few weeks. And they were confronted by like a local militia and taken hostage as like 17-year-old kids, American kids. And they were like hostage for like six days. And then on one day, the guy that was holding him captive, like he got really close to one of the cliff sides. And that Tommy ran up and shoved him off the cliff. Holy sh! Yeah, and then they ran away and were eventually like left and and made it to America. And then to make it even more insane, somehow they found out like years later that the guy that they shoved off the cliff survived. And I don't know what happened after that, but it's a pretty crazy story. You should check it out. It's a uh, it's pretty interesting. It's uh you you learn a lot about it on this documentary called The Don Wall. It's like uh, free solo, but just like a different different guy climbing. But hopefully that doesn't happen. I don't think it will. Well, I'm confused. So when you're held hostage and then you push a guy off a cliff and you just run, how do you escape Pakistan and get back in the United States? Yeah, I don't know what you would do. Maybe find like the American consulate and you have to. Go, for, go from there. Dude, that's terrifying. So wait a minute. So you guys are backpacking. Like, are you going to have cell phones? Are you going to have any contact? I don't know. I don't know if we'll have cell phones. We're, we're going to the uh, base of K2, which is like the third tallest mountain in the world. So I don't think we'll have much service out there. Um, How does Kaylin feel about this? She's not she's not stoked about it. Can't imagine she would she, be. She's happy I'm doing what I want to do. Um, but she, I was like, oh, I'm going to Pakistan in August. And she goes, you're going where? And I was like, look, at, like I know Pakistan, it's got a, you know, a, maybe a bit of a rough reputation from like the early 2000s. But it's really done uh, a lot for itself in the past decade or so. And it's pretty relatively safe. I'm sure it has, but just like anywhere in the world, I'm sure that has its bad parts. My concern for you would be the fact that you have no, you know, it's just you guys. So it's like if something goes wrong. This is a movie waiting to happen. I know. And he's telling me the story about this guy like 20 years ago who's pretty much doing the same thing that they're doing. And he got <laughs> held hostage by a local tribe. And then he ended up to in order to escape this guy while like. <laughs> One of the people holding him hostage had his back turned next to a cliff. He pushed him off the cliff and they ran. Pushed him off. I mean, this is going to happen to Dean. We all know this. No, it's not. Let's not put that in the universe. He's going to have very what, safe. If, if I make it back, I would love for a story like that to ha happen to me. What a great story to have for your entire life. I don't want to like get hurt or anything like that. But if I am assured to make it back safely in one piece, I would love some some turmoil on I mean it would definitely get some more listeners to this podcast I will say that uh and that's what we need desperately yeah speaking of stories let's get to a couple of emails but before we do that let's take a quick break at Walmart there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine we encourage you to show black founders some love not just during black history month but all year long there is power in every purchase Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. 
Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So... I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we are back, uh, and we're going to wrap up uh, with some emails as we do. I'll uh, I'll read the first one. Uh, it's from Anonymous. We have two, one from Anonymous, one from Evan, so I'll read Anonymous. I want to make one quick uh, one quick note. It was uh, Uzbekistan is where he was taken, not Pakistan. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you for the clarity. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Our, our thought, you know, we're, you're still going to be in our thoughts for that entire month appreciate and a half. It. Poor Kaylin. She's going to be so stressed. Anyway... <laughs> This is from Anonymous. My boyfriend of five and a half years broke up with me less than a week ago. We started dating in college when we were 19 and now we're 25. We lived together in Los Angeles for almost three years. He completely blindsided me and said that we grew apart. 
have different interests and priorities now, and he feels like he doesn't know who he is since we've been together for our whole adult lives. I've always had issues with his lack of communication and inability to show affection or be verbally affirmative. I've always thought it was something he would change eventually since we talked about it all the time, and for a while, I thought I would be the one to end things if he couldn't change those things. Now I moved out and am living with my parents. I just need help learning how to live without him, bounce back, and really just get over this devastating breakup. Any advice you have would be great. Mm. Um, I zoned out for a second, so I'll let you answer the question first, and then I'll, and then I'll try to piece it together with context clues. My computers are crashing on me. I'm trying to save it as best I can. <laughs> anyway, anonymous. Give me the um, gist. Give me the TLDR of what, what we just uh, heard. Uh, this person <laughs> was dating someone for five and a half years. They broke up. They uh, Her boyfriend broke up with her less than a week ago. Um, apparently, he was the one throughout their lives, throughout their relationship, who had difficulty like showing affection or being verbally affirmative. Then she thought like if that didn't change, she would have to break up with him. But then he ended up breaking up with her and now she's devastated, had to move back with her parents. She wants advice. How do mm. I move on? Um, and apparently uh, da, 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 the reason why he broke up with her was saying that not only they grew apart, but he feels like he doesn't know who he is without her because they've only been together for their whole adult lives and he wants to experience different things. Gotcha. Well, what a, uh, what a great time to be alive because now you get a chance to figure out exactly who you are by yourself. I think, uh, I think one of the worst things you can do for yourself is get, lose your identity in a relationship, right? Or like, it doesn't matter if it's a romantic relationship or a friend or your parents, because then you have no sense of identity. You have no idea who you are, what you like by yourself. That's why I always advocate uh, for Kaylin, for instance, to travel alone because you learn so much about yourself when you're alone and are forced to do things only that you want to do. Because when you're living with a partner, traveling with a partner, you're always taking their wants and needs into consideration. And, you know, you take yours into consideration too, but you're always doing what's best for the group. And so when you're by yourself, you really start to better understand exactly what's best for you. So I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Dean. I think first, of course, it sucks. Nobody wants to get broken up with. You got blindsided, you're heartbroken. It sucks. You guys have been together for five and a half years. That's a long ass time. I remember when my relationship ended after four years. And uh, God, you know, I mean, it feels like you're married at that point. So I do agree with Dean that this could be a, a door opening rather than a door closing, especially you're so young, you're 25. Oh, I mean, Ashley has the same sediment that, um, you know, sedimentary rock. Yes. Uh, that like, enjoy this time alone. Use your late twenties to, I don't want to say experiment, but like to enjoy yourself, be alone because hopefully you will find someone else. And hopefully the next person that you do end up dating is someone that you get married to and spend the rest of your life with. So for now, this is a really great opportunity to focus on yourself, do things you never would normally do when you were in a relationship travel, go to different places if you want to. Um, summer's coming up, you know, hot girl summer. Uh, hot girl summer. Just also try to like look at the bright side of things. When you're that age, a little bit less when you get in your mid-20s, but you always feel like every relationship is like the most important relationship of your life. And then you get a little bit older, a little bit more perspective, and you start to realize that it's, not, it's never as big of a deal as it seems like it is in the moment, you know? Couldn't agree more. Dude, I remember when I was yeah. like 12 and this girl didn't want to date me and I was like, dad, I'm never going to find another girl like her. 
And uh, probably because I had like uh, like we talked about body dysmorphia and uh, was Mm -hmm. a little chubby. So I was like, dude, no girl's going to ever like me. But then uh, got very lucky. So, um, yeah, I listen, anonymous. I agree. It sucks and it's really difficult. And I'm not trying to belittle your pain right now. But I agree with Dean and saying, like, try to view this as an opportunity uh, to uh, do things that you wouldn't normally do and to explore new options. And um, that'd be my advice. And don't forget to, I I think sometimes too, it's so easy. And listen, I suffer from this all the time, but like, it's so easy to just like spiral out of control and then just like not want to leave your house and be depressed and be sad and feel bad for yourself. And you know, it's, 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 it's hard to get yourself out of that. And trust me, I do it all the time. Like I feel bad for myself all the time. And then, then I realize, like, listen, the only person that's ever going to change their life or is me. Like I'm the only person that's going to be able to change my own life or my own mood or my own happiness. Like, yes, I rely on Ashley a lot, but at the end of the day, it's, it's my decision. And so like, it's weird to say, but you kind of have to put a little effort into being happy. And then sometimes happiness just comes after you do that. Beautiful. Beautifully said. Um, He wasn't listening. I I finally got the email pulled up. So I was just skimming it for any other important notes that we might've missed. Um, But yeah, no, that's good advice. I think Anonymous, uh, aka Nick Vial, could really benefit from uh, taking some of that to heart. Especially in LA, you know, like you said, hot girl summertime. Have a have a ball. Hit the bungalow. Yeah. Hit waterfront. I don't know where else the kids go these days, but you get the picture. These younglings. Um, what do you say we get to the next one? We got Evan. Uh, do we want to read it or do we want to have Easton read it for us? If Easton's ready to go, let's have Easton do it. Thank you for the invite, you guys. I, I don't speak unless I'm spoken to on this show, so I, I always wait for your <laughs> invitation. As we, as, as we need it to be, Ex- Easton. Don't speak unless spoken to. Exactly. I mean, there's a, an order here. <laughs> uh, okay, this is from Evan. I'm in a long-term relationship, and I don't know what's causing this, but I feel like I have no sex drive with my partner. My job is very time-consuming and stressful, so I assume I'm just exhausted after a long day of work, but I'm not sure. We have a great relationship, so I don't think it's her, but I need advice from another guy on how to get back at it in the bedroom. Hmm. Tricky, tricky question. I mean, uh, well, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, uh, you know, the older I get, the less sex drive I have. I know Ashley laughing, but like, it's just a listen, we're married. We can talk about these things, um, especially now. And Dean, you and I have talked about this at length about how when we don't. Huh? Yeah, but like when we work a lot or we don't feel good about ourselves, there's times where it's like, man, I'm. it's not even you. It's just me. Like, I don't feel good. Like, I feel like I can't do what I want to do. Um, but I think one way that Ashley and I combat that, because, of course, we have like is exactly is that with like lingerie or or Ashley does a great <laughs> job thigh highs thighs yeah exactly I, I like thigh highs but uh, a good pair of thigh highs. but like light lingerie or you know Ashley does a good job of like having incense in the room and like mm. you know really you know just like making it a mood and putting effort into it and I know it's ridiculous because let's say, first of all it's not ridiculous I apologize for saying that because that's not what I mean it's not ridiculous to put effort into having sex with one another that doesn't mean you don't love your partner that doesn't mean that you're not a attracted to your partner but like if you have sex with one person for years and years and years of course yeah it's gonna get stale it's gonna get the same like that's just what happens and there's nothing wrong with admitting that like so many people go through this i'd say the majority of couples go through this and yet like if you talk about it oh 
something's wrong in your relationship. It's like, no, nothing's wrong. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, you got to change it up a little bit. You got to do something different. And so that would be my advice. Don't be afraid to try something different, to talk about this with your partner. Talk about something that you like in the bedroom, something that you want to try. Like, I know it's weird. I've had these conversations with Ashley. It's less weird when you're in the moment and like you're all amped up and ready to go because then you just say things. And then, you know, of course, after, you know, the moment goes away, then you're like, wow, whew, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was, re- that was really good advice. I, I'm in the same boat as you. I think uh, for me personally, whenever I notice my sex drive uh, waning, it's always because I'm not going to the gym enough. I have a really bad image of myself in my head. And I'm just like, ter- like I don't know, I feel fat and gross. And so like I don't want to have my fat and gross body on Kaylin's sexy and pretty body. You know what I mean? Like it really just, ste- it stems yeah. from me personally, whenever we go through our like uh, physical slumps. And I always try to make sure that Kaylin knows that too. But at the end of the day, like if you're not doing anything to to make it better, like for op- for instance, like you know, I can identify a problem, but I don't do anything to fix it. Like that just kind of makes me se- seem like a piece of shit, you know? So um, for me personally, it's like, I got to get back in the gym. I got to start working out. And also that does boost like your testosterone levels and ups your sex drive a little bit. So that's always my advice for not only myself, but for other people that are going through the same situation. And what really does suck is like nowadays, uh, I don't want to say like media, but like society does tend to glorify like a sexual relationship where you should be having sex with your partner every day of every week. And that's just like is unsustainable and probably impossible. Like I got to say that there's no way I could do that once a day. Like, come on. And I'm talking to my friends about it too. Like I'll be, I'll like go golf with my buddies and be like, oh yeah, we're, you know, we're in a slump right now or whatever it is physically. And they'll be like, oh, dude, I couldn't imagine that. We're, we can't get each other off each other. We've been together for four years. I'm like, I just don't believe you. And I don't want you to, I don't want you to keep lying to me about it. So I think a lot of people uh, experience a similar thing. And for me personally, it just is a matter of self-image, I guess. But Easton, what about you? Because you got to be, you guys got to be like rabbits over there. I can imagine. No, I mean, we're, you know, we've been married for five years. Uh, yeah, the, these things ebb and flow. Um, my uh, my advice to to Evan, I mean, like you guys said, I, I really think even if you can't like go to the gym or something, just go on a walk around the block. I guarantee you will be horny after you go on that walk. I guarantee <laughs> it. Just once get some sunshine on your face, get moving, especially everyone's working at home and sitting for 25 hours a day. Uh, you just got to get moving. I think that really helps. And, um, yeah, I swear to God, after one block, you'll be rock hard, Evan. I guarantee it. Wow. Okay. Well, um, I was going to say we should maybe call it an episode, but I might go for a walk around the block real quick and come back and answer a couple more emails. So, um, that's good advice. And in the same vein, just get out, get active and, uh, get the juices flowing. Or if none of that works, maybe take like, a. Oh, I just saw a Doug Flutie commercial where he has his testosterone boosting oh, pills. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what is what the name of that called. product? It's Frank Thomas and <laughs> Doug Flutie. <laughs> exactly. The worst commercial ever made. Uh, but there, there's there's options out there to to help. If you want to be helped. Sometimes I like, you know, if Kaylin and I are in the ebbing stage, you know, it's like, okay, to just take a break for a little bit and not have to worry about it. Focus on your... Um, like emotional connection rather than your physical connection. That's not a bad thing, in my opinion. Um, but that's it for this week's episode, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I uh, I hope you weren't bored to death by the things that we discussed. But I didn't, how could you? Is Whoa. there a ghost in your house? 
Earthquake? Did you hear that? No. Something big just fell in the house. Uh-oh. I'm here alone. So I'm going to let you say goodbye. Well, I'm going to take it. I see little Alistair Mad-Eye Moody. So you're not alone. He'll protect you. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to go see what's going on. Can you just say goodbye to everyone for me, please? Yeah. Do you want to take your camera with you in case like something happens? <laughs> we have video evidence of this. Uh, well, thank you so much to Sucky Daters. You guys are the best. Please keep the emails coming. Of course, we are I suck at dating at iHeartMedia.com. Follow us on Instagram. Help I suck at dating. Uh, and tune in next week. We have a very special guest. Uh, we have the wonderful Dr. LaBeach coming in to visit us. Um, and uh, yeah, sorry. This is the longest outro ever. Tune in next week where hopefully we all suck just a little less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions.